What's up, everybody, and happy Tuesday. After taking a break on Monday, the Eagles resumed training camp practice on Tuesday morning. And so on the latest edition of the BGN Radio Training Camp interview series, Jimmy Kemsky was joined by Eagles writer for The Athletic and co-host of the Birds with Friends podcast, Zach Berman. Zach Berman shared some of his favorite restaurants in Philly and some of his interests outside of football. He explained his mindset to use fans' criticism as constructive feedback, provided his Eagles regular season record prediction and why, and he also presented the question, who else are the Eagles going to get this better than Jalen Hurts? Take a listen. All right, we're here with the great Zach Berman. You know him as Z-Berm on Twitter. Nick Sirianni, pants admirer. Zach Berman, that is. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. We're also standing here with Bo. Bo is not mic'd, but uh, I told Bo when we did this earlier, when we did this interview with him earlier, that I will avoid Eagles content like the plague, so it doesn't sort of... You know, mess with my own opinions yep. and, and, you know, it gets something in my head and then I can't get it out and then I can't think of my own content. I'll make that exception, of course, with Birds and Friends. Friends. Thank you. So that's a credit to you and Bo and the show. Yeah. I am the opposite of you, though. You guys are, yeah, you're the exact opposite. I read every <laughs> single person's content. Okay. Um, every day. Uh, it's, it's the, it's one of the first things I do in the morning. Uh, and so I actually know from the bottom of your practice observations every day, who picks the Eagles to go 10 and 7, okay. who picks the Eagles. All right. I don't listen to every podcast, but I do read everyone's work. So uh, I I know who you like in camp this year. I know okay. who you don't. I can tell you what how Seamus says Jalen Hurts does each day. Yeah. Okay. I think it's important. I, I hear your point about, like, uh, about staying away from other people's opinions, but I like knowing – what other people are up to on the well, yeah, we all have, we all have our own ways sure. of doing things. But as a Birds with Friends avid listener, I know that one thing that you don't like to talk about is yourself. Yes. But this is about this is about you. No, this, you, is, buddy this boy. is about the Eagles. This is good. I'll give you my opinion. This is about you, buddy boy. Oh. <laughs> I'll start easy on you. Okay. I know you're a restaurant guy. Yes. Uh, I get asked oftentimes, you know. Eagles fans that don't live here that come in to Philly for a game yep. or whatever maybe like for restaurant recommendations you got like a top five or if you can't think of that many top three in Philly well it depends what you're looking for my favorite pizza spot is Tocanelli's okay okay oh, uh, it sounds like you're armed with those so it's, <laughs> and that's in like Port, the Port Richmond area and okay. you have to call ahead to reserve your dough but it's absolutely <laughs> worth it really okay yeah my favorite sandwich spot uh, I I really like Angelo's. Uh, that's kind of cliche. Woodrow's. I know Brandon Lee Galton talked about yep. Woodrow's. Woodrow's is, is really good. I have to give a shout out to Pasta Fischio's down here. Um, if you're going out for like a nice dinner, like uh, an anniversary or a birthday or something like that, my favorite spot is Vernick. Uh, so I, I would say Vernick and that's on Walnut. Okay. Any uh, favorites on the road? Yeah, give me a city. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's say I, I would say okay. probably the two most popular road yep. destinations this year will probably be Phoenix okay. and Chicago. So in Arizona, in Scottsdale, they used to have this place, Cowboy Chow. It's since closed, 
Cowboy Chow is one of my favorite places on the road. I'm a big pizza guy. Like, I, I love pizza. Yeah. I hear, I'm almost probably laughing when I say that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in, in Phoenix, Pizzeria Bianco. Okay. Is, uh, that's a good pizza spot. Um, and then if you're, there's, there's, um, there's like a chain spot there yeah. called Oregano's, which is also really good too. Okay. And at Oregano's, you get, you get, different, you get the thin crust pizza at, at Oregano's and then for dessert, they have the like cookie skillet that they put in the pizza pan. Uh, that's, that's top notch. Thank you, bud. Uh, and then... But Pizzeria Bianco is my favorite pizza in, in Phoenix. So that was done there. And then Chicago? Chicago, um, so if if you like burgers, my favorite burger anywhere is Al Cheval. Okay. In Chicago. And uh, it's there's often a line, but if you go, when it's it's like a diner type place. And, yeah, I really recommend the, the burger at, at Al Cheval. So whenever I think you in restaurant. Oh, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me take a step back Okay. before I get to that. When I think, like, work ethic among peers, colleagues, whatever, I work my ass off. Like, you do. And, and, but, like, You're I, but, every but single I, day. You have something up every <laughs> single day all year long. But when I, when I like, look around, like, you know, I I feel that, like, I look up to you. you it's you and there's two, there's two of you. It's you and Teron Davenport, I think, have the combination yes. of... Work ethic and just sheer love for the job. Well, I appreciate that. above anyone else that I've. Well, met I I, I appreciate that. I uh, I think everyone I think everyone works hard in their own right. You are outstanding in terms of your volume every day. You got something up there. You cannot put me in the same category as Teron. Teron worked a second job. Yeah. When he was covering the Eagles, he was I believe he was at. Uh, men's warehouse down in Center City, and then he would come. Um, he would come down here. I listened to your podcast okay. on that. Yeah. When was that? What, what, when did you record that? It was you. And, it was after the chat. It was, it was uh, after the AJ Brown show. Yeah. Uh, AJ uh, Brown Diana Rossini was on there too. Exactly. Early May. Or, I, I would yeah. recommend going, going into the archives of Birds with Friends to find that interview and listen to Teron's story. But I, but I only say that. I only say that to bring up this. <laughs> Okay, getting back to yeah. thinking about you at a restaurant and your work ethic and all that stuff. And, like, you know, the other day you asked Quez Watkins, you know, like, uh, was he aware that Reed Blankenship <laughs> was from the same town as him? Well, no, was he aware? Did they know each other? Okay, all right, all right. Yes, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the depth of like, <laughs> things he had, like, I always think about this. There's a legendary story, of course, about you being out on a date. <laughs> Not your current wife. Uh but like you were out on the date. Tell us the story about you. You were out on the date. I was there some minor Eagles news. I wouldn't. Were there a number of, of <laughs> out to dinners with people, whether it was friends or dates, when Eagles news would break out? Now I'll say this: when I was on the Eagles beat um, at the Enquirer, uh, I was uh, Jeff McClain was was my was my colleague on the beat, but I was the one who was who would do like the you know the minor transactions, if you will, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would write that up. So it was my responsibility, okay. right? And I. I accepted that. That was like part of the job. So when the and there was a year, 2013 in particular, the Eagles were signing all these quarterbacks: G.J. Kinney, Dennis Dixon, um, the Cloud Bethel Thompson. That was a little later. Okay. That was 2014. It was 15. Yeah. No, no, that was 16. That was Carson's year. That wasn't during Chip. Um, but that year, every time they they would always they'd sign someone throughout the year. It was often at at, at, at nights. 
and I would have to leave wherever I was. Yeah. And so there were dates that I left. There was um, there was. <laughs> what was the real obscure, the one really obscure player where you left a date? It Did might go? have been GJ, <laughs> but there was, but but there was also someone that I, I mean I don't definitely don't need to get too personal on this podcast. <laughs> there was someone that I was seeing at one point, and I had to to cancel it for I had to cancel dates for all kinds of things came up. One time, Juan Castillo. Was fired. Okay. Another time, Eagles, well, that's legit. Eagles signed. I I think they signed um. They signed an offensive lineman, Matt Toda, maybe or something like that. Okay. But anyways, all these different things, I had to leave early or cancel, and I basically I, I got like one more shot at team life, and uh, was scheduled it. It was after the season, and nothing was. <laughs> I didn't think anything was was, was going to come up. But then I had to fly to Phoenix to cover the Fiesta Bowl. Okay. Like, and on a day's notice. You know, we found out Chip was their top choice. Yeah. And my editor was like, I need you to go to Phoenix okay. to cover this. And so, like, you I'm You and Wes, right? When I'm yes. there for that? Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I need to go to the Fiesta Bowl. And she didn't, <laughs> like, she's like, why do you think the Fiesta I don't think she understood what yeah, was going yeah, on. Yeah. And that was it. That was the that end of the year. But it worked out well. Because then uh, a few months later, I met, I met my... Now wife. There you and, go. Uh, it's meant to be. We've been together ever since. So the it worked out great. The Fiesta Bowl and Chip were meant to be. Yes, exactly. So if somebody gives you a million dollars, okay, you're never allowed to re- report on sports ever again. Okay. You taking that million? Sure. I mean, you can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah I probably would. All right. Yes. I'm allowed to talk about sports, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you much. can't. But you can never okay. have that as your job ever again. Okay. You yeah. gotta. You gotta find there's something else. I, yeah. There's other things I'm passionate okay. about that I can do. Like yeah. what? Let's hear it. Uh, I, I mean, I I like business, I like politics, I okay. like uh, yeah. There's a lot of different things, you know. I mean, I because I have no, this debate. That's with an odd that. hypothetical, though. I had, I had why would quote, someone pay me not so, to do this job? That's a Jeff McLean hypothetical. Okay, he came he came up with that. Uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. He said he would not. Oh no, okay. did, he, did he say he would? Both said he would take the money in like a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure I would. Okay, I, I mean, I would have. Depends on how long I think you, you you plan on doing the job. I mean, I could, you know, I could teach, right? Like I could teach journalism. Yeah. I could go. I could go on to the, uh, like behind. Am I allowed to do behind the scenes work? Can I work for no. a team or something no. like that? No. Okay. Yeah. There's other things I'm interested in. So. <laughs> I'm a little surprised by that answer. I thought you were going to. I mean, I, your I, job I, over a million dollars. Like at some point, I, I would say I have. 13 years of very good memories. Yeah. And, you know, there's a second act in life, right? So, but, I don't know. I'm, it's not, it's not a realistic hypothetical. So, it's hard. <laughs> I should have answered you don't that. don't think like, somebody's going to come around. I should have answered and... that like Chip. Like, I don't deal in hypotheticals, right? So. That used to be a very annoying thing that he would say. Yeah, especially it's... because he answered, I, I remember one time, it was his first pre-draft press conference. And every question, he's like, I don't deal in hypotheticals, I don't deal in hypotheticals. But the entire press conference was about hypotheticals, mm-hmm. right? So, I, it, like, there's nothing that's happened in the draft yet. So, you know, would you do this? Would you do that? Right? Everything's a hypothetical. The other thing that would annoy me about him is he would say, oh, it's a better answer for so-and-so. And, and then you like, would like, okay, well, can you make them available exactly. then? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we'll, we'll finish this off. But, 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 I, but I, I, I would plead the fifth on that question because everything is like, all right, what are the circumstances? What's the catch here? What else can, you know? I'm confident I, I could do well in something else. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. So, okay. But I feel like you just I'm passionate you about love this. this job so much. Yeah. I can't like I can't imagine. I mean, you. I I, I got to say this though. If someone is so like 
so passionate about me not doing this that they're willing to offer me a million dollars. That price is probably fairly negotiable. You know right? funny, so I could probably push that up. You're actually probably the one person on the beat that would not get that from anybody. So, for example, like on Twitter, you know, some some people aren't going to like certain writers' styles yeah. or whatever. Like Elliot gets his share. Of okay, hate. you can see that clear as day on Twitter. I get my share of people that don't like the way that I approach, you know, covering the team. I feel like. Do you get a, do you get any shit from like uh, people on Twitter? From time to time, but not no. I mean, I, I feel I, like I it's, to... you probably get less of it than the rest of us. Maybe so. I I I, I would have to look. Because you're very not... polite. Uh, I, I try to like, <laughs> like yeah, but but that is true. I was talking about this on our podcast the other day. Um, like most times, someone leaves like feedbacks in a comment, or they're responding to something. I'm usually like, all right, I can apply that. Like yeah. I, that's something I should. You know, for instance, someone said I said write too much in our podcast. I would say, so, you know, Howie Roseman was doing this, right? And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And then I listened back, and I said, that's 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 good feedback. I'm very seldom sensitive to feedback. There was there was uh, there was one thing the other day when because it, it came up in relation to this, I wrote or tweeted about the T-shirts that Nick was wearing, and someone fired back about. Why would you cover that? That's, and I'm like, it's not the only thing that I'm covering, right? <laughs> right. If the only thing I did was come to practice and told you what Nick was wearing on his t-shirt, that would be pretty ridiculous. But if uh, if, if that's in addition to everything else, but, but also some people are into that. Sure, just because exactly. you don't like it, exactly. doesn't mean uh, other people don't. Ex- exactly. So I <laughs> no, but I I and I usually anytime there's there's like criticism, I'll respond and I. I'll, I, I appreciate that. You know what I like about you, too? Is uh, I think, you know, a number of us, most of us probably get approached by, like, young people in college or whatever, like, people trying to break into the business. Yeah. And they'll ask for advice on how to do that, how you got in, et cetera. And uh, I know the one thing that you like to do is you'll say, all right, yeah, I'll talk to you. Let's do it at 6 a.m. I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, that is true. Go on. Uh, well, because I, I think... If if you're genuinely interested in talking to someone, yeah. you will wake up early to talk to them, right? We've all been in those situations where, like, some of them, let's let's take out the student part of it, but but a radio producer sends something to like ten beat writers at the same time. Yep. It's the first you really don't care what I say. You're just trying to fill that hole, yes. right? Um, and the same thing if you're like a student and you have a project and you're just trying the first one to respond, well then you really don't care. But if if you're genuinely interested in either feedback or advice, Yeah. then when I was in college, if someone said, you can talk to me or call me at 6, I'd be up and I'd say, let's do 5.30, yeah. right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So, no, you just want to see them make some kind of effort exactly. so, you're, yeah. so you're not wasting your time. I, I want to see a level of commitment. Serious. Exactly. Yeah. A level of commitment. Yes. I, would, I would apply that, except I just don't want to talk <laughs> yeah. to anyone at 6. All right, I'm, so I'll time that up. with like, I do a lot of driving, so I'll time that up with, uh, with the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm better in mornings than at nights. So okay. I'll say that. All right. So let's let's wrap this up with uh, a couple little series yes. of Eagles questions. Okay. It's a four-part question. Very simple. And you already know what the question is. So what okay. the record's going to be? Do they make the playoffs? Yes. Do they win a playoff game? Or how many do they win? Yes. And then uh, is Jalen Hurts the quarterback in 2023? So the record. I'm going 10 and 7. Okay. Uh, that's, and, the, that's the low one so far. And the over-under is 9.5, right? So that's yeah. slightly over. Look, when you look at, at teams that are in double-digit wins, at least in Vegas win totals, the quarterbacks you're talking about are 
our Mahomes or Allen, Russell Wilson. I, I think the Broncos are double-digit wins. Um, the Chargers are Herbert. Who Broncos are hot. I didn't see that. Okay. I could be wrong there. No, they, they could be. Uh, the, uh, the Bucks, Brady, right? So I think the Eagles can. I think the Eagles are better than last year. I um hesitant to say the schedule is better than last year because you look at the quarterbacks they played the back stretch last year. We don't know what it's going to be like this yeah. year. Um, but there's there's too Washington much. Washington basically didn't even yeah. have a team. Yes, <laughs> but there are too many variables with Jalen's performance right now for me to say like they're a 12 win team. If things break right, I think they have 12 win upside. Uh-huh. I don't think they're like five win team, but I think 10 like slightly over. Uh, that's 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 where I would go, and I can see them getting to. 11 and 12, but um, if things, you know, I can see them at 9 and 8 too, right? So I'll, I'll stick at 10. Yeah, I kind of see them as like a 10 and 17. Okay. But I think they'll win more just because their schedule really is. Okay. Well, maybe I mean, they're. And you're right. Like it, they, they caught a lot of, I mean, yeah. they caught a lot of breaks at the end exactly. of the year last year. Not only like bad quarterbacks that they would have faced anyway, but they also faced like Mike Glennon and, you know, yep. Rob. You get uh, Garrett Gilbert. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. So like, I mean, we're talking about, like, not even, like, a crappy starter, like, bad backups exactly. at that. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so, so, the, so 10 and 7, I assume that's good enough in your in your mind to make the playoffs. Yes. Did they win the division at 10, 10 and 7? That's a hard one. I, I, I'm I higher on the Cowboys than some other people are. I think, you know, we did an NFC East draft during the offseason. Uh, when I say we, we're birds with friends. And, like, the top two players in the division, in my opinion – all right, Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons, sure. and they're both on the Cowboys. The Cowboys have holes. I read your uh, your your fire your, okay. your, Thank your, you. um and I. But if I had to guess, I'd still go the Cowboys to win the division. So they, I'll go Cowboys. Their their roster reminds me a lot of their rosters of like the early tens, where they had some star players at the top. Yeah, and then not a lot of depth, and and a lot of areas where you can poke holes. Sure, in roster. But I think Green's Green's a lot of that. Good they, they were good teams. They yeah. just never went anywhere because something would happen to Some, exactly. whatever player. Would drop. <laughs> it, yeah. would, it would all fall yeah. apart. Um, all right, so they get in. We'll call them a wild card team. Yeah. They go on the road to where, and do they win or lose? So that's hard to say here because they're playing a division winner now. Because they're playing a division cool. winner. And division winners are good, right? You'd probably say the NFC North division winner is the most susceptible. Okay. I think Green Bay is better than than. Yeah, you know, I, I think people are fading Green Bay a little too much right now. Okay. And uh, I. Well, who else is going to win that division anyway? It's not going to be. I think Minnesota I think Minnesota will be better than people think. It's certainly not going to be Detroit or Chicago. Yeah. I saw Bo had in your thing that Eagles would beat the Vikings in the first round. Yeah. Did he have? He had the, the Eagles winning the division. He had the Eagles winning the division. I mean. I think. So you know what? Yeah, he had to. Have. He I'm gonna picked, have the Eagles winning. He one wouldn't pick Kirk Cousins to win. I'm the gonna have the Eagles over. winning one playoff game, but I can't tell you who it is right now. Okay. So and maybe they win the division, but I'm gonna go ten and seven, win. Oh, they wild card. They win a. They win a, they win a playoff game. game. Okay. And losing the wow. That's rounds. a bold. That's a bold choice. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Jalen Hurts, starter in 2023 or now. So. This is bad podcasting or bad radio for me to answer this one. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. And it's I, I know it's better to give you a firm yes or no. I think that it's not – I've had this conversation with a lot of people. And they they ask me, what does Jalen need to do? And I say, it's not about what Jalen can do or will do or should do. It's about what the options are. Like, Jalen needs to be better than their realistic options, right? So, 
I don't know what free agents or trade candidates are going to be available next year. Yeah. We'll see how, how, how that plays out. The draft is intriguing. This is a good quarterback draft. You know this as well as anybody. But I, I don't know how this college season is going to go. I, I don't know. if, if I'm sorry. If, if the Eagles have – if the Saints are really bad, and the Eagles have a top-five pick, and there's a quarterback that if you know you think Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud can be a franchise guy, I mean, financially, it makes sense to do right. it. You know, so it really depends what their options are. If I had to guess, I would say yes. Jalen Hurts is their starter. But – it's a very soft yes because it really depends on, on, on their options. And there are quarterbacks that I really like this year going into the college season. And then there are guys like, for instance, I like uh, I like Tyler Van Dyke at, at Miami. Okay. And he has a real good coordinator this year in Gaddis. Um, they, they have I, – I can see him taking that jump. Um, Anthony Richardson at Florida yep. has like – I mean, you just look like 6'4", 240, yep. can throw the ball, can run. Um, he's interesting. There are there are quarterbacks around the country who who like even beyond your top guys, right? Like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Yeah, yeah, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. They're Will, like Will Levis. Yeah, he, some he's a little on the older side. Yeah, I I, I wonder how, how how that affects it. But yeah, like that kind of thing. There are I mean, I mean there are you know there are quarterbacks that um, you saw this year. You probably had to talk yourself into Kenny Pickett, or you had to talk yourself into Malik Willis. I think next year there could be four or five first-round quarterbacks. And in that case, the Eagles might say, look, Jalen Hurts, he's everything you want, but he's going into the last year of his contract. Are we prepared to pay him X amount of dollars? Because part of the reason the Eagles have put this really good roster together is that they're paying a quarterback on a second-round salary. So, going. Uh, <laughs> so I think that the, the – the economics of it will will play into it too. Jalen, it's not just is Jalen good enough; it's is Jalen better than your realistic options, and are you prepared to make that type of financial commitment? You don't have to do that next year. You can play the fourth year of his deal, and you can kind of kick the, you can push it, you can push it back one more year. But I think the question is, I I wouldn't frame the question, what does Jalen need to do? I would frame it, who else are they going to get that's better than Jalen? I think you look like possible veterans too, but I feel like. You already kind of start to see a veteran start to be unhappy by this time. Yes. Like so, like for example, for example, like Russell Wilson. We already kind of knew he we was talking, unhappy exactly. for a while before he yep. got traded from you know, yep. the Seahawks to the Broncos. I, I guess it wouldn't be Kyler at this point because he just got a. I don't know. Are you aware of any other? Well, can you, you guys, think of any I other mean, veteran quarterback? like. Like you don't know what's gonna happen with Lamar Jackson's contract, yeah, instance, yeah, yeah. right? You know, so, so I I remember I I did a piece for the Athletic spring of 2021 when I was like, all right, who could their options be next year? Yeah, and I talked about the players in the draft and I talked about the trade candidates. Then there was also a category who's next year's Carson Wentz, who's the change of scenery player, and the guy I said was Baker Mayfield. And I remember um, talking to someone like Baker. Baker's not gonna be available. Cleveland just made the playoffs. The fan, you know, they're gonna build around it. Yeah. And then you saw. So there could be a player who regresses this year or he falls out of favor with his coach. Um, and I, I can't tell you who, who that's going to be, but 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 those are the types of things that you can be mindful of. All right, man. I appreciate this. Thank I, you I very much. Early. I will see you in Cleveland, of course. When are you when are you flying out? Wednesday, tomorrow, five uh, at three PM. Get in at five thirty. Okay. I'm I'm dri- I'm doing the drive. That's just probably a smart idea. In hindsight, I probably 
should have considered I'm, I'm regretting it because I'm really not looking forward to doing no, that No, but you can do a half <laughs> You can do three hours. I'll have my car out there. I have you family out there. Okay. So I'm going to have to not have to. What's I, I, was, I can't wait to go see my family out there. There you go. <laughs> What's your most vivid uh, memory in, in Cleveland on Eagle Street? Uh, <laughs> well, We've been there three times. The Taki Taki interception. Okay. Oh, you've been there four times because you traveled during the COVID year. Yes. Okay, so you've been there four times. The five nothing preseason game was yes. fun. Yes. No, you know what I remember? It was uh, week one of 2012. Of 12, 2012, and they won that game. They started that year three and one. Yes, they did. Recall. And they had. Uh, yeah, I remember the last play of that game. And this is another thing that, that like you like to do is yeah. you, you say, name any game ever, and uh, I'll tell you something about yes, that. Yes, exactly. Game. Here's what I remember about that game. They won on a Clay Harbor. Touchdown throw from Michael Vick. Yep. Uh, right side of the end zone. And it was a play that they ran, like, repeatedly. Uh, I think either the previous year or earlier in that game or something like that, or during the preseason or something like that. And it worked to perfect. Like, that was their go-to play at the end of that game, and they, they won yeah. the game on that play. I know it's also the game that, like, is it Brandon Whedon? With the quarterback? Brandon Whedon threw four interceptions. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, and Whedon... Before the game, when they brought the flag out, he got trapped under yes, the I American flag. Too. I remember that too. I remember that too. <laughs> no, Cleveland fans must have been like, all right, well, I guess this is how our season's going to go. It, it, that is how it went. All right, well, they're starting practice here. Thank you again. Absolutely. Uh, Zach, Thank you. And uh, I'll take my microphone back. And uh, we love you. <laughs>